This is new. Like new, new, new. All right. And I'm here with you trying new things, being a little bit nervous, not knowing exactly how things are going to turn out. And I'm taking that leap of faith because I know that when you get uncomfortable and you don't know the outcome, generally really amazing things come of it when you put your best foot forward and you give it your all. And, and that's what I'm here to do, right? I'm here to provide you with awesome content, push you maybe a little bit outside of your comfort zone, and, and to really make sure that you feel good about your beauty business. Like I want you to live a life that you love based on the work that you do inside of your beauty business. And that's what we're going to do starting today of all days. Here we go. This is episode one. And basically, like, I'm so pumped, but I'm a little bit nervous because this is new and it's hard to do new things. And I get that. So I totally understand where you guys come from when we talk about that in the DMs. And it this podcast might not be perfect. So, oh well, because I'm starting. And that's the message that I really want to make sure that you hear me today. We're going to get to our real topic in a second, but it's important that you just start. And when you want to do something new online, like maybe go live or film um, a tutorial for your clients, anything that you've never done before, you just need to rip the Band-Aid off, kind of like I'm doing right now. So I'm here and I promise to you that it's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be full of content. This podcast is going to be good for you. It's going to help you move forward in your beauty business, whether that's with your mindset, with your systems, or your bottom line. Like I'm here for it and I'm here for you. And that's what we're going to do. So I have to walk the walk that I share with my students. And so I had to get started and and progress is better than perfection. So so here we are with our, our inaugural episode and and I guess my excuses are over and, and now here we are. What's up and welcome to the 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast. I'm Lexi Lomax, beauty business coach, salon owner of over a decade and stylist too. Each episode, I will bring on guests and topics you can relate to, plus a 10-minute beauty business tip. We all need biz solutions fast, and that's what you will find in these tips, something you can use in your business today in 10 minutes or less. No matter what stage you are in your beauty business, independent, commission, salon owner, or dreaming somewhere in between, 10-minute beauty business is here to serve you. Now let's get to it. I wanted to start our first episode off not by talking about myself. I think that you kind of can get the picture of what I'm like online and where I've been and hopefully you listen to the intro and the little trailer episode to kind of know more about me. And we'll dive into all of that soon enough. But I want you to have value. All of these episodes, I mean, that's my whole point is to make sure that there's something for you to take away. That's the whole premise behind 10-minute beauty business is that you get something that you can do in your business in 10 minutes or less that will move the needle for you to be more profitable or have less stress or organization in your business or whatever. There's like one of these things that you need in your business or that I think you need in your business. And I thought what better way to start than with my personal principles for business in the salon. And so I'm here to share that with you today. And at the end, you'll get your 10-minute beauty business tip. And um, that's basically where we're starting. So number one of my personal principles for business inside the salon 
is to show it all and be transparent. And when I'm talking about business in the salon, I mean from behind the chair, not as a salon owner. I have another episode coming for you that's all about principles of leadership, but I'm talking about stylist behind the chair, esthetician, nail artist, makeup artist, whatever role you are in the salon, these are my personal principles, and I've been a lot of those jobs, so I can speak to them from a lot of point of different points of view and and so number one is to show it all and be transparent so whether that's with your clients with the gal that works next to you or with your staff I think it's really important to just share where you are to be transparent not to try to be somebody else to be authentically you in your business this especially matters when we're talking about your business online um, because nobody likes a phony right? And I struggled with this when I started launching my coaching program um, a year ago or more or less. And I was trying to do like what everybody else was doing. And let me just tell you, it didn't work because it wasn't who I am. So like I can't keep up a facade permanently. I'm not like, that's just not, I'm not an actress. I'm a human. And so basically like my number one principle is to be transparent be you, be who you are, and don't hide it, right? Like shout from the rooftops whatever it is that you do and how you do it and why you do it, right? This to me is like a number one principle in any business. And frankly, all of these business principles, um, again, are my personal business principles, but you could apply them to basically any business. So number one, show it all, be transparent, and be authentic. Number two, don't violate the agreement. Have your word, be your bond. And that might sound kind of old school, but that is called having integrity. Integrity is really important. (laughs) When I was in like, gosh, I don't know, I could write like paragraphs, so maybe like third grade or something. Um, I did something. I don't remember what the something was. Ooh, maybe I do remember what it was. I think I drove the golf cart into the back of the barn and I wasn't supposed to drive golf cart because, I don't know, I'm in third grade. And so... And my parents had told me not to do it, right? I knew I wasn't supposed to do it, but I did it anyways because it's what I wanted and it served me. And my punishment was to write an essay about what integrity meant. And so to me, like, that was a huge lesson because I didn't really think I knew what that was in third grade. But it's like, don't violate the agreement. And this is one of the biggest principles that I stand by and share a lot. And you'll hear me say, don't violate the agreement probably a thousand more times. But... It's so important and I learned that lesson but it's it's something that transferred in, into business and in life and I think it's important to be honest and truthful and also to do what you say you're going to do. So whether that's in a consultation that you say this is what my plan is, then you execute it to the best of your ability. Of course, like there are things that happen or whatever but it's important to share those, those things that could happen or if that's in a contract, right? If you have a contract, you should honor it. Um, and don't violate the agreement. Or even if it's just in how you set up your systems, don't violate your own agreement. If you said you were going to charge people for not showing up, for no showing you, then you need to do that because they agreed to the to the agreement and now you're not going to violate it even if it's, you know, that's detrimental to you. Like if you don't follow through, right? So don't violate the agreement is a huge one. It's based on integrity, but more importantly, just be a person of your word and follow through on the things that you say you're going to do. And I know you might be going, Lexi, that seems pretty basic. Okay, fine. Go out and test it in the world. How many people actually do that? 
it's not as many as you'd probably hope to think. And here's the deal. All I know is I can control me and so I'm not going to violate the agreement, whether that's with customers, with my staff, and with myself. I find that really important. And probably the most important is to not violate the agreement with yourself. So number three, have clear and explained boundaries, expectations, policies, and contracts. Whoa, that's a mouthful. Okay, so really though, you should have clear and explained boundaries with your staff, with your clients, with yourself, right? Whether that's you, your systems for booking, right? And one of the main things that I think you can do when you're setting up boundaries and expectations is to use technology and delegate so that these things are easier to manage. Let me give you an example. For instance, if you have a booking policy that your client needs to put a credit card down in order to have an appointment with you, use an app that they go on and do it themselves and you just send them a nice little message either you know, verbally or you send it in via text and or email maybe and you say like, hey, here's my link to book. Please follow the instructions and book your appointment online. Like delegate using technology to enforce your boundaries and have them be clearly explained. So Sometimes the written word is far more powerful than me just telling you because if you see it, it's reinforcement and people will understand. Now that's great with clients with if, you know, someone that you work with, if you could say like, hey, you know, it really bothers me if X, Y, and Z, you can have a verbal conversation or like it doesn't really work for me when blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing also with clear boundaries um, and expectations is that you don't have to answer why. Like, well, why? No, you don't You don't have to explain yourself and why you need that. And if people are questioning that, then I'm just going to say those are probably not your people or you might have a little more work to do. This is not an episode all about that. Um, certainly we can, we can talk about that in the future together more because I know it's a hot topic and super important. But basically, like, just have the expectation, have the clear boundary, explain it to people, And then it will get reciprocated, right? So one of the things that I do in a consultation behind the chair is I say, hey, look, I specialize in natural color and and natural beauty, right? So I I don't do a lot of vivids. I don't do a lot of crazy like patterns or placements. Like I'm going for most to enhance natural beauty behind the chair. That's what I specialize in. And I say, I guarantee all of my color work. I want you to know that – I will take care of you if something, you know, this is like a first-time client conversation. If something isn't exactly what you thought or maybe we have a miscommunication or if you're uncomfortable at any time during this appointment, I want you to tell me because that's not how I want you to feel while you're here at the salon or when you leave. So if you can just agree and let me know that you're comfortable with that and that you're okay with that, then we can go ahead and get started today. And then the other thing that I just want to add is that I do guarantee my color work, but I don't know if you don't like it or if it's something's not exactly the way you envisioned it, unless you tell me. So please just know that I want to communicate and that if you don't tell me, that's on you. And I say it as frankly as that because that's the truth. And I want them to know that I fully am here to respect and take care of them and I want them to love their hair. I mean, I get like passionate like that with them, but also like if you don't tell me, how am I supposed to know? You know, so I put that out there and that is an agreement and I make them verbally say, oh, yeah, that's fine. I totally understand. And most of the time they go, wow, thank you so much for saying that because I do guarantee all of my work. I want my customers happy, not like six weeks later, right, because they're coming in for their root touch. Like I make it 
like obvious, right? We're talking within a one or two week thing if they get home and they go, oh, you know, that wasn't exactly what I had thought. Or perhaps they thought they wanted something and it's, you know, I mean, all those things that we deal with. But I just put it out there and have a clear boundary and an expectation that they agree to verbally. And you can do that with your clients in a really easygoing way. It actually makes them feel very secure and like they're taken care of. So have clear boundaries explained and expectations and policies or contracts, any of that stuff, like have it clear, like tell people what you want them to do <laughs> or tell people what you want them not to do, right? And if if you're like in a situation where you have a, a, a contract, maybe it's a bridal service or a tr- maybe you're on call and you're going to go do someone's hair and makeup at their home or whatever, special event stuff, like you need to have contracts and take deposits and all of that. And that's why I say delegate to technology and defer to experts as well um, when you're writing your contracts for sure Um, okay number four give on your own accord and don't expect anything in return and within limits so I learned this the hard way in the beginning of business I would give like crazy if somebody said I'm just a giver and I want to be right but at a certain point you're taken advantage of right And so to give on my own accord and not expect anything in return was something that I I really had – it was a big pill to swallow because I thought, well, I'm giving everybody stuff. Why are – like if it was to their – some high school something or other or if I gave to the elementary school's holiday fundraiser thing or whatever or a client says, oh, I need this. Could I get a discount or something? Like I did stupid stuff but – It wasn't really stupid because I learned from it and now I get to talk to you about it and that's part of my process here. But I just had to learn the hard way and I don't want you to do that. I want you to not follow my – like I want you to follow my successes, not my mistakes, right? Just blow past those so you don't have to go there. But I expected something in return because I thought, well, if I'm giving to you and then if I come to you and say, hey, can you like, you know, send five of your friends to the salon or I'm building my clientele or like, I don't know, just stuff that was kind of not really well thought out. But I still thought, well, why aren't they doing that for me? I gave it to them. And that is the number one, like, I think fatal mistake we make in in giving is that the word is give. It's not like give and then receive, <laughs> right? Like it's, it's just give because you want to. And so I only give when I see fit. And now I don't give to everybody and their brother because it doesn't make sense for my business. And we're going to come back to this in a second. But also the fact of the matter is that you can give within your like limits, right? So have a budget set up for this and we're going to circle back to budget here in a second but like maybe you say this month or this quarter I have a hundred dollars that I can give right you decide what that is for you maybe you have zero dollars that you can give this month but like when you're maxed out you're maxed out just recently I got a message and they said hey Lexi we love that you support us through and this is a um, a group that I actually am very passionate about it's about it's funding our youth and locally and and underprivileged youth and this whole thing. And they said, our golf tournament's next week. Can you sponsor a hole? And I'm like, no. Like, I can't do that. That's like no lead time. Like, I plan out my giving and I'm this I'm, – I'm, I don't have that for this quarter. Like, I didn't plan for it, you know. I said, but please think of me next year and we're going to continue on with all the other stuff I'm normally doing to support them. So whatever on, the, on, on that. But it needs to be within the limits that you set up, like, so that you're not just – giving, 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 giving with no thought. And I'm, I'm not saying like be Scrooge because you guys know that that's not how I feel. And if you're a new listener or new to me, you're going to find out that that is not how I feel at all. I'm like 
I think reciprocity is huge and I love helping others. But you can't do it at the detriment of your business. And I think that you you need to give within a plan. Everything needs to have a plan. Number five, have a set schedule. Now, whether this means a set schedule behind the chair, a set schedule for working on your business, a set schedule for relaxing, what? What is that? A set schedule to take care of yourself for your fitness. Like have a set schedule, have a set schedule, have a set schedule. Don't be like waking up and willy-nillying your life away. Like if you don't have control of your life, then something else has control of you and it's probably chaos, which doesn't feel good and doesn't equal success in my mind. Again, these are my personal principles for business in the salon. So number six, set goals and follow a system to achieve them daily. This is going to have to have its own full episode. I am the queen of goal setting, so we will get there. But basically, for number six, I'm going to say you have to set goals and follow a system to achieve them daily. Like, you need to know what the heck you're working so hard for. Like, it's not just to pay your bills. That sucks. Like, that's really sad. I don't want you to feel that way. I want you to feel like you're working towards something that you are passionate about or you want or, like, your goals need to be so big they make you, like, shake with excitement and you're like, holy cow, if that happens, that is, like, pretty cool. Like, I wouldn't even believe it almost, you know? That's the kind of thing that that lights you up, that makes you put your nose down and, and work hard and, and feel good about what you're working on, not just slaving away to pay your bills. Like that is not my idea of success, nor would that fit with my principles for business in the salon. The thing about having a system to achieve them is how you actually get the stuff done. So setting goals is cool. Um, lots of people do that and lots of people don't actually meet their goals. But my goal setting system that I personally use and that I share with my students is all about actually making the goals a reality and changing your life, like having your freaking life by design. I mean, it's just, I'm going to stop there because I could go on and on and on. But basically, you need to set goals and then have a system in place to help you reach them. And you need to do it. Like you need to do the work, right? Like a lot of people think like, oh, I'm working in my business and all they're doing is like dreaming really and they're just planning things and doing this but they're not actually planning it. They're saying like one day I'll do this and then I'll do that and then I'll do this and they call that work. Well, that's not actually work. That's step one, which I encourage, but then we've got to take it further than that and that's actually using a system to make the stuff a reality. So if you want to talk goal setting, just send me a DM or something because we can definitely, we can work on that um, and I will have my free goal setting course up and available for you sometime soon. So be consistent is number seven. And and this applies like across the board, right? Again, this these are just my personal principles for business in the salon. And, and being consistent is probably like right up there with don't violate the agreement because – if you're not consistent, you can't like charge the same. Your client doesn't know what they're getting. They're probably not coming back. Imagine if you went to Starbucks and you order a – I don't drink coffee, so I don't know. Like if you ordered a, a black coffee with half and half and sometimes you got like a, a full black coffee with a like a tea drop of um, half and half and sometimes you got half and half with – 
like a spoonful of black coffee. And sometimes you got like literally equal portions, 50-50 black coffee and half and half. And sometimes you got like somewhere in between. Like you would be like, what the actual F, Starbucks? Like this is not going to work. The thing that's so killer about Starbucks is you know what you're going to get. And they're like, if we don't make it just to your liking, like bring it back. It says it on the sticker. They say it out loud to you. Like they want you to get consistent results so that you keep coming back. And I swear that's why we go there. You know, it's a whole thing. Their branding is on point, uh, like for getting you there with tying into what they deliver. All of that stuff works really well. But you want the same thing every time because that's like you knew you wanted a black coffee with half and half. Like you didn't want half and half with a little bit of black coffee. So you went to Starbucks because you knew you were going to get what you liked, right? Um, and so the same thing applies with us in the salon. If you wanted a smoky eye and false lashes and this whole thing and you asked for it and this time you got it and the next time you went back and asked for the same thing and you got like a really like nude lip and a, a natural eye, you're like, uh, it's not what I asked for. Like, is that? I mean like, or how about like you didn't mix your color exactly that right because you weren't using like your brain as much maybe and you just like mixed really fast or you were in a rush or something was off and so you didn't quite cover that gray or you mixed your lightener was like old and you just used it and so your your balayage didn't lift like it should have you know like you can't cut corners you got to be consistent and follow a system right and these principles actually help you be consistent like defining these principles so Consistency is is so key and I think you've heard that a thousand times but I really would suggest for you to take a peek into what you could make more consistent in your business uh, because this is a huge thing that comes around um, when we examine a stylist business or anyone in the beauty business. When we look and take a, take a good peek at what's going on in their business when they're struggling, a lot of it has to do with consistency. So be consistent. Number eight. Have a mantra to protect your energy. Now, sometimes we protect our energy from clients. Sometimes we protect our energy from each other, our coworkers in the salon. And sometimes, hey, you got to protect your energy from yourself. So what is your mantra that helps you protect your energy? Now mine, and I'll probably have to do a whole episode on this too, um, about how to find your mantra. But um, my mantra is, will I care about this a year from now? And I encourage you to steal it and use it if you want. And if the answer is no, then I'm not allowed to think about it, talk about it, anything. It I need to like, it needs to remove from my brain and move right along. So what, you know, and of course, if I say yes, then I have to find a solution and move forward and then be done with it. But find a mantra that protects your energy. And maybe you just like do like a breathing exercise if something if you start to get a little stressed out or if someone starts to like really invade your space where you're like I can't I can't I can't like what is that and so work through it maybe it's I'm strong or I've got this or you know I'm in charge I'm in control whatever your mantra is like mine is will I care about this a year from now because oftentimes people will say something to me and I'm like oh lordy 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 like is that a real problem or not because if it's like any problem my ears perk up as, as a salon owner and I'm like I gotta fix it I gotta fix it and sometimes you just don't have to fix it like they just should have kept their mouth closed because it's not a real problem um but so I ask myself will I care about this a year from now a lot 
a lot. And sometimes even if I say, yes, I'll care, then I can, you know, I work through it. But sometimes it's, will I even care about this a week from now? And the answer most often than not is no. Like there's such silly things that we get wrapped up and give our energy to that. And sometimes that mantra really is for me because it's in my head. No one actually said anything directly to me. So I protect myself my my energy from myself in essence and from others and from clients right like there's there's that whole thing so I really encourage you to um, take a look and see what maybe your mantra would be and then share it with me number nine remember to have self-accountability I'm gonna say that again remember to have self-accountability now what does that mean it means that you're in charge of you And that is great and that's also scary sometimes because that means you're in charge. And if you do something bad, that's on you. If you do something great, hey, we get to celebrate and that's still on you. So the the deal is, and for a lot of independent stylists, you're the boss, you're the janitor, you're the employee, you're like the stocking clerk to order color and product and whatever else. And, And sometimes it's really hard to look in the mirror and go, okay, like this wasn't great and it's because of this and now you need to do this in the future to remedy it and that's one of the the biggest challenges for me in the beginning is I was looking for for things to blame like why stuff didn't go great and it's like at the end of the day if it didn't go great that is a hundred and ten percent on me no matter what it is so because I'm in charge of me and my outcome and that sometimes is a hard pill for people to swallow because that's a lot of responsibility and some people don't like that. If that's you and you're like, Oof, stop it. I don't want to hear any more of this. Well, I think you should actually take a hard look in the mirror and figure out why, right? You Having accountability for yourself and your business will spill over into your life and it will be a huge blessing. And when you can take responsibility for your own actions in your business and, and I'm not saying like this has to be crazy stuff, right? Like it could be if you were late and you're like, crap, I was late today. Like, why? Work backwards. Because your boss would say, you're late. And the stylist in you is like, I was late. Oops. Right? Sorry. There was freeway. Make up some crazy excuse. (laughs) Right? Like, I don't know. But like, it doesn't have to be earth shattering stuff. But when you take accountability and go, yeah, like, I'm sorry. I was just late or whatever if you have to tell your client. Or if you say to yourself, okay, I'm just not going to do that again. I need to leave 15 minutes earlier. Like, that's the bottom line. And if I can't do that, like, I need to figure out how I can start later, or whatever it is, right? There's a solution to every single thing that you go through in business. There is. Um, So just remember that self-accountability is like really high on the list because it's important to be responsible to yourself and that makes the rest of these principles actually much easier to enforce and live by if you can be accountable to yourself. And It could be a big deal. I guess it doesn't have to be as simple as, you know, being late and being frustrated with yourself. But, it, you know, whatever it is, just know that it's on you and you need to take responsibility of why it happened and how to move forward and find a solution for next time so that you can do better. Because if you're not failing in your business on even little things sometimes, like you're probably not paying very much attention or being honest with yourself. Everybody has setbacks and struggle and it's just normal. And you learn from it and you pick yourself up and you keep moving forward. So you've got to be accountable to yourself and and just really take a look in the mirror and, and also – Pat yourself on the back when something goes awesome and celebrate and, and, and be the cheerleader for yourself on the, on the same 
foot, right? Like it's the same thing up and down. You're still you and you need to take care of you in a way that you would take care of someone else. Number 10, live by a budget and save money in your business. I know nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. We like to spend money and hey, so do I, (laughs) frankly. I love nice things. But If your business is not on a budget, and I know that I've shared lots on Instagram about having your business on a budget, and I'm sure we'll talk more about it again, but this is like so, 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 so foundationally important. And again, all of my principles I'm sharing with you just so that you can try to figure out like how to move forward, right? We're starting with these basic foundational things in the podcast the next few episodes because I want you to move forward in your business and with the information that I'm going to share with you here on the podcast and be able to implement it and if you don't have some basics down it's not it's just not going to work as well as if you had it mapped out right so number 10 is live by a budget and save money in your business now there's a bunch of different ways to go about this I would say you should have a wonderful CPA a financial planner Even if you only speak to them once a year, just get some expert advice and help to set you up on your business. One way you can do it certainly is by using some apps. I love an app called Good Budget. Um, It's not specifically made for business, but you can set up your household, air quotes, as your business and use it that way. It's free, so that's good, right? We don't want to spend money on a budgeting app necessarily, but if If you get it set up just based on your current spending and track it and see where you can like save money and knock stuff off, right? Like it's super important to to take note of what your business is spending. Not just to track your numbers of what you're making, but you've got to look at what you're spending and see where you can save and cut back or negotiate and all of these things. So number 10 is live by a budget and save money in your business because you also need to save for a rainy day I think it's so so important that you have a personal savings and a business savings and your business savings is there for when as small as your blow dryer blows up or as big as you get a fine I hope not because you're clean and tidy and wouldn't break the rules but like or whatever might happen right like there's stuff that happens or if you get sick and can't work for a week or two or six I don't know um but you need to have those things in in place and with your budget and your savings I again would encourage you to look at like insurance and all of that stuff and make sure that that all fits into your budget so that you can be prepared for the rainy day situation and of course like nobody likes doom and gloom and whatever but it's the reality if you're not prepared you're gonna be screwed and if you can save money in your business just by being on a budget like that's more money you can put in your pocket when to go on vacation, to do the fun things in your life that you want to do. And I think that it's so, so, so important that we look at it from that perspective rather than the rainy day perspective. But if there is a rainy day, you're prepared. Does that make sense, you know? So real quick, I'll just run through all 10 principles again. And again, 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 these are my personal business principles for business in the salon. Number one, show it all. Be transparent and be authentic. Number two, don't violate the agreement. Number three, have clear and explained boundaries and expectations along with policies and contracts. Number four, give on your own accord. Don't expect anything in return and within limits. Again, that little part right there, you could put that in your budget. Number five, have a set schedule. Six, set goals and follow a system to achieve them daily. Seven, be consistent. 
Eight, have a mantra to protect your energy. Nine, remember to have self-accountability. Ten, live by a budget and save money in your business. Those are my principles for business inside the salon. So now you get your goodie bag for coming to the party. This is your 10-minute beauty business tip. Create your own business principles. So the things that you always start with in business, and maybe you didn't know that you started with them, but things that are super important to you and things that you always will do in your business. Perhaps you start by making an always and never list. This is an exercise that I do um, with my groups and my students and you create I'll always do this and I'll never do this inside my business and from there you can pick and choose what will make your top 10 business principles or maybe look at mine and tweak it. You can find mine in the show notes and you can definitely see like if something sparked an idea or made you uncomfortable you might like look into that or you're like hey that's cool I'm just gonna copy part of that and add to my own. So once you have created your top 10 principles for business in the salon, type them out, make them look pretty, write them on your phone, and then put them somewhere that you'll see them to remind you of how you want to do business. And and sometimes like defining this stuff can be daunting. Don't make it hard. Just make it simple. Go with your gut. I sat down to write this list to prepare for this episode and I was like, like so fast because it's just the first things that came to my mind. So they didn't come out in any particular order, but they certainly are things that once I started thinking about it, it was like, oh yeah, that makes sense because I do that all the time. So really just start to think about where you need a little help maybe and this list can push you in that direction or something that you feel really strongly about like me and, and not violating the agreement or something that you just feel like is important and you want to make sure that you remember it as a principle of your business and then just live your life according to that list. Run your business according to your principles, right? Just live it. One way to also make sure you live according to your principles and would be so exciting for me is to have you post them on Instagram and tag me at Lomax, L-O-M-A-X dot Lexi, L-E-X-I, and throw it up in your stories and say, hey, I was listening to this podcast and these are my business principles. Share it. Have outside accountability, right? And I will be so excited to see them and definitely repost all of them. So please do that. And, and just really like how about a big thank you to you? Thank you for listening to the first episode of the 10-Minute Beauty Business Podcast. I have a big, big smile on my face. I don't know if you can hear it through the microphone and the computer and the internet's magical powers, but I have a freaking big smile on my face because this is so exciting for me. I love getting to share and and to sit in my purpose with you and, and to ultimately help you build the business that you deserve to have, which is infinite. Whatever you want, you deserve it. So I'm here for it. I'm here to share that with you. And I just want to make sure that you know how much I care to be your support and to be your beauty business friend, right? So connect with me in the DMs, tag me on Instagram, and leave me a review or Better yet, if you want to take a screenshot of the podcast and share it on your Instagram and tag me, like all the love right back to you. 
And I cannot wait to continue with more episodes and to have feedback from you guys. So that's all for now. But remember, good things take time.